Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Jai Carr, and it is August 26, 2016, and welcome. This is Women's Grace and Grit, and today's episode is Telling Yourself the Truth About What Is. So I'm going to talk a little bit. Um, I'm going to first of all, share the write-up and then talk a little bit about um, why and what today's episode um, has to offer you. We live in a time in which it seems as throwing blame and shame, or shade as my children call it, around is the favored way to go through life. If so-and-so are to blame or shame on them for doing X, then I've created the perfect excuse for why I cannot or have not made what I want of my life. And while it may feel good to do so at the time, in those brutally honest hours of early morning, we know we are basically full of bullshit. So if you are tired of using other people for why you are not happy or have the life you desire, listen today for how you can change your habit of blaming and shaming others and become happier. As with any habit, it will take time and consistency to make a different choice, your default. But the results will speak for themselves in increasing your happiness and in, in your life, your relationships, and in your satisfaction in life. Today, we're going to talk about how to stop the habit of giving what you desire to the responsibility of others and how you can reclaim more happiness and satisfaction. No matter what your circumstances, you have the power and the ability to create what is so into what you want and desire for your life and your relationships. It simply remember means remembering and engaging your grace, grit, and gratitude as a woman. So today is about um, today is about how powerful the stories we tell ourselves are, and. I've got a daughter. My youngest is 18. She's heading off to college, and she's got a boyfriend. And her boyfriend has <laughs> has parents who seem to be, shall we say, quite uh, challenged as to what a parent is, and and very provocative in terms of how they wield their power as parents. So while my daughter is bringing me these stories and commiserating with her boyfriend about how his parents suck and they're doing this and that. I waited until enough time had gone by and then I began to ask my questions, which was, and what is he doing about it? And what is he taking up for what he wants? And I have learned, because (laughs) I was once that 18-year-old who's Parents did all the wrong things in terms of trying to point out um, how how that boyfriend was not good enough for me. And, of course, if you want to make sure that your child goes even more into that relationship, make them defend the relationship. Um, I was not going to make that same mistake myself as a parent. And so I was simply asking questions. And my daughter, because she's been raised by me, um, and my belief that um, it is a grace to have a child, and we offer them the best of ourselves, and we learn a lot about ourselves through them. It was more um, you know, trusting that whatever she needed to learn from this relationship, from this dance, I was there simply not to prevent that learning or determine there was a different or better learning. It was to support whatever learning was going on. And so my questions 
of what was he doing about this? What was he doing on his own behalf? What was he doing towards his goals? Began to get to my daughter's understanding that her boyfriend was very happy being a victim. And let's get this let's get this really correct here or get this very clear. I'm not saying he's his parents were off the hook at all as being really inappropriate parents and I can say this having met and talked with both of them. However, they were doing what worked for them and her boyfriend was by leaning into them having the only power and the only ability to make choices and take actions was giving them all of his power as well. And so my daughter began to understand her boyfriend was very comfortable in being a victim. Yes, it sucked. Yes, it was painful, but it was what he knew, and it was what he kept choosing time and time again. And this is one of the other th- other truisms about what I'm talking about today. We get We dig ourselves in a rut, and we dig ourselves in a rut by our habitual choices, And then we think, oh, you know, I've always done this or I've done this for so long. It will be too much work, too much effort. It won't really be, you know, for a significant amount of time that I do all this effort and work to get to a different outcome. And I, you know, I understand that. It's easy. Um, It takes a lot of momentum to get out of a rut. But it's who you become in making the choice to not live in a rut, to not live in a default. That's really the important thing. The destination is the kind of the carrot. It's what motivates you. It's what inspires you. It's what's in front of you that you're trying to reach. But it's who you become when you start to take responsibility for exactly where you find yourself. Now, responsibility is not the same as blame. Responsibility is not the same as fault. Because when I say that to people, people get often sometimes, often sometimes, <laughs> both, often and sometimes get defensive, as though I'm telling them they chose this. And I go, no, you didn't choose what your life brought to you, it, but, it, but it actually is asking you to now make choices. And those choices you make now in response to what you have, for example, crappy parents, those are going to be not only what define you, they're going to also get you out of that particular dynamic. And if you are different, your parents will either be different or the same, but your difference will make it a different experience for you. And this is what I'm talking about. This is why go ahead and and feel sorry for yourself. Go ahead and <laughs> and blame other people for how they didn't show up for you and they or they showed up badly or they weren't there. That that's all true. Those are what I call the facts. The facts are the facts, right? The facts are, um, um, well, I can talk about it personally. The facts are I lived in a, in a community for 25 years. I raised other people's babies with them. I made sure there were changes such as daycare for and child care for our meetings, um, that the women got paid equally as the men in the community um, and the administrative costs. I did all of that and benefited many people. And those, that, that's a set of facts. Another set of facts is, and when my ex-husband chose to be corrupt and pay those people, pay some of those people off for the benefit of their silence, that also is a fact. The truth is, uh, uh, well, I should put a third fact. The third fact is it pissed me off, hurt me, and made me leave that community. But the f- truth is I had something to learn 
about who I trusted, with what, to what degree, and where did I need to pick up my responsibility, and where did I also need to allow that I had things to learn that were going to be delivered in a hard, painful, impactful way. Um, and, you know, there are people who get to learn in easy <laughs> ways. I don't seem to be one of those people. It could be my strength. I mean, sometimes they say, you know, the stronger something is, the harder it is to get its attention. Um, pluses and minuses to everything. Um, but what I want you to, this, today's focus is really on go ahead and, and trot out those facts. You know, I did for years. How could they do that? How could they? Until I realized I was delaying the inevitable, which is that part of my life was over. Those people were no longer going to be in my life. They were great teachers for some really important things about power and spiritual communities and, um, you know, challenge to have integrity in the face of um, temptation. I mean, these are not new themes. These are the themes that all religious traditions, religious and spiritual traditions, bring to people and say, you will be tempted, you will be challenged, you will be tested. And there's no failure or success. There's only what do you respond with? What do you believe is yours to respond with? And so I find life, daily life, is the ultimate spiritual teacher. I find daily life is the ultimate spiritual path. And I can say that for having spent 25 years in a spiritual community and, you know, met the, you know, elite of the spiritual teacher world around the world and, you know, realized everybody's, <laughs> everybody has, you know, is an emperor with no clothes. We all are. But it's what do you do when when you realize you're walking down the street naked and the people that used to be able to fool that you had clothes on, you can no longer fool. Then you begin to realize maybe life is less playing those kind of games. You know, the games of blame and shame and and trying to leverage and and not quite tell the whole truth. It, you know, it's a game. And you can spend your life playing games or you can basically go, oh, those are games. I got it. And I can make a different choice. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying you can do it alone. It's one of the things I learned in my 20s was if I wanted different results than the choices my upbringing and my my rebellion against my upbringing were bringing me. Because the truth is, when you push away from something, it's you're you're still you're still engaged in in that thing that you're pushing away with. You're just giving it that much power um, in the negative and the reverse. Um, I needed to have people help me, confront me, support me, challenge me on what I was telling myself, what my comfort zone was, um, and don't you know? And and I will say, we all get comfortable with our place that we're a victim. We all do. It's the culture of the times we live in. We give people a lot of power for being victims. We don't give them so much power for being authentic. Um, we don't give people so much power for you know, being true to themselves, having their integrity be what they live their life by. And that's what I'm talking about today. So when you get to that place where you're just either tired 
of hearing yourself blame other people for your unhappiness or where you are or what you don't like in your job or um, you know how your kids are treating you. When you get there, you know, first thing to do is acknowledge. It really sucks. Um, it really hurts. It's really painful. You're really angry about it. Whatever it is that, that's underneath the story, stop and acknowledge it. Um, and then say, I want to change this. And I might have some idea. I may have no idea. But I know I need somebody to hold me accountable. Um, this is what all the you know addiction systems that actually work, you know, they're they're structured on that. You can't do it alone. You need to basically have a daily habit. You need to to be um, held accountable. You need support. You need a community. And um, you know, it's one of the things that I learned, as I said in my twenties. I was very grateful for it. And it's one of the things that um, I feel like it's kind of like paying it forward. Um, I want to help people do it as well. And because, you know, this whole mythology we have, especially in the West, which is you can do it. You alone can do it. Parentheses, alone can do it. I mean, I think that was one of the things I, I love the Olympics. I love watching the Olympics. And part of what I think I love about it is watching people who are very committed to a goal, but watching what they will be the first to tell you it takes. You know, it doesn't take just the discipline and the sacrifice and the, you know, one-pointed focus. It takes, you know, it takes sports people, sports trainers. It takes physical therapists. It takes friends. It takes buddies. It takes um, their family to sign on. It takes, you know, a therapist to help them when they're hitting that dark edge. They have a whole community of support to reach that goal that they themselves will get the credit for, but they will then turn and thank people for, um, because without those people, they could not have achieved that. It's the, you know, kind of paradox of, of achievement. You alone may be that which, um, you know, sinks the goal, <laughs> on the basketball team, but it took your teammates to get you to that place on that court at that time to be in a position to sink the goal. So it's a both and, and that's true in life. You can achieve things in life. You can realize more happiness in life, and it will take more than you to do so. But at least want to do so. Get tired of your story of you have no power, you have no ability, you have no way to reach your dreams and more happiness. It's a story. It's not the truth. I'm going to wrap it up. We're at 15 minutes. If I can be of any service, please go to my email um, on my website, jaikar.com, J-A-I-K-A-U-R.com. There's a contact me. Email me. Your Clarity Questionnaire will set up some time to talk. And um, I'd love to support you. Take care. Bye.